This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast 2021 Tournament. We've assembled eight members of the BTP Patreon team to battle it out and find out who will win the prestigious Platinum Splinter, proving once and for all that you are not an ordinary Benchwarmer. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. I am your host, Eric, and today's game will be round two of the 2021 BTP Tournament. This match will feature guests David Feuder and Tim Simplot. Welcome to the bench, Tim. Uh, why don't you take a minute, uh, remind us of your first game, how that went. Um, I, I wasn't there, so I don't remember much of anything that happened on it. Um, anything else you want to share with us? Um, my first game was against another Tim, Tim Geving, and it was a, a fun game. Um, I just, I think I got lucky. I actually got a NASCAR question right, which I never would have guessed I would have. So I think that kind of helped me win because I kind of lucked out on that one. Uh, I live here in the great state of Minnesota. I live in South St. Paul, which is a suburb of St. Paul. Um, my favorite team sport by far is Minnesota Golden Gopher Hockey. Um, I used to be a bigger sports fan when I was younger, and now I'm just more of a casual fan, so I couldn't really tell you who my favorite teams are. Um, that's why I specialize in like older sports, like 70s, or 70s 80s sports. Because I used to watch them a lot back then. Did you watch any of the, the, the NHL draft? I did, actually. I, I followed it on Twitter. It was, it was very intriguing to me. Um, sounds like the, the Wild did pretty well, and there's actually a guy going to the Gophers who was originally was supposed to be maybe a top 10 pick, but then ended up going number 18 to Winnipeg. So it'll be interesting to see if maybe that lights a little fire under him. <laughs> All right. Excellent. So we also have David here. Um, David, welcome to the bench. Uh, why don't you remind us of the, your first game? That one, I remember I hosted that one. And uh, so I don't think we're going to have any movie questions in this one, but so let us know how that was and um, anything else you want to share with us. Well, no, I'm glad to have you back. I hope, uh, my luck continues. I faced uh, Byron last time. That was a close game, but I think I got one of his wheelhouse questions right, and that kind of flips it a little bit. I got a question about a boxer, right? So, uh, no, that was good. Um, I'm in Pittsburgh, uh, probably uh, a Pitt fan, first and foremost, football and basketball. I probably screwed up. I should have split up those as wheelhouse categories, so I'm, I, I think my uh, my Pitt fandom isn't going to help me today uh, very much. So I'm hoping, uh, hoping you ask me some things I know. So I do have – you know, breaking news, you guys, Tim, you said you got an NASCAR question, right? Um, David, you got a boxing question, right? There'll be none of that today. So. Okay. But, Cause I think I used up my luck on my NASCAR questions. All right. Unless also with the Kale Yarborough. I, I don't even know who that is. So you're safe. <laughs> also with us today is a bench warmer helper. I'm going to use helper in, in quotation marks. Um, Cause I don't write old questions and he knows a lot of old stuff. So Matt is here. How are you doing? Yeah, this, this is ridiculous. Uh, everyone else's schedule did, just did not jive. I guess I didn't think of this when I scheduled this, but I'm doing good. I'm uh, I'm going back to my Minnesota, Wisconsin roots over the past two weeks or so. We had a storm here, so I've been uh, uh, sawing up, uh, using the chainsaw to saw up a bunch of wood at people's places and helping them get their wood all you know taken down from the trees that fell down. And then I rented a log splitter today. So talk about satisfying. I understand that uh, cleaning with the power washer is satisfying, <laughs> but uh, seeing like a, a huge log of cottonwood get slommed in half from a hydraulic, uh, you know, it's pretty kind of cool too. So, <laughs> so I spent uh, you know, like four hours today doing that. So that was fun. I don't Less think cotton I'm... woods the better. Less cotton in the year. Yes. I don't think I'm allowed to, to rent, own, look at a log splitter. 
because I can guarantee you the last thing that I would ever put in there would be a log. It's just shit <laughs> I find around the house. <laughs> Honey, we cut the watermelon. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right, so for those who are new to the tournament, it's different rules, different formats. Um, so let's kick it over to Dan for those rules. Each BTP tournament game will feature 15 questions, five in the wheelhouse of each player, and five general knowledge sports trivia questions. Each question will be worth 10 points with two exceptions. If a player gets a question correct in the other player's wheelhouse, they will receive 15 points. And in the last set of five questions, a bench warmer will be available as a one-time helper for each player. If the player uses that helper and they get the question correct, the player will receive only five points. In the case of a tie, at the end of the game, the players will answer a sports math question to decide the match. All right, let's get this game underway. All right, here we go. So who's, whose wheelhouse do we go for first here? Flip a coin here. Hold on a second. David, call it in the air. Tails. It is tails. I'll go. Do I go first or second, or do I? I'll pick? give you the you, choice. What do you want? Your choice. Uh, I'll be home. I'll go second. Okay, so we'll start with Tim's wheelhouse questions. Shocker! Tim is from Minnesota, so this is going to be Minnesota heavy. All right. Question number one: When the Metrodome collapsed on December tenth, twenty ten, it was a sight to see. The first game following the collapse was held on December 13th. What was the, where was the game held and who was the Vikings starting quarterback? I'll check in. All right. Tim has checked in. David, love you some Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> do, do I need the exact name of the stadium or what, what are you looking for? I'll take the uh, basically just the city or NFL okay. team. City or the NFL team? I was, oh, this could be a road game. Are you looking for where they last played in Minnesota? Like where Whatever. they? You know, what's sad is that there are several times when the dome collapsed. When I was doing this question, I saw that. So you're talking about the one where they played at the NFL stadium. All right, I'll I'll guess. Um, I'll say uh, Lambeau Field, and the quarterback would have been Favre. I'll say how about Brett Favre? Okay, and Tim. They played at the uh, they played at the Ford Field that the Detroit Lions hosted their game, and I'll be honest, I misunderstood the question because I was thinking about the game where they also played. They had another time when the dome collapsed and they played at our Gopher Stadium, and Brett Favre was the quarterback for that game. Um, so I'm trying to think of who their QB would have been in 2010. Yeah, I'll go with Brett Favre too. I don't think it's right though. All right, so unfortunately. Neither player getting points on this. Um, Tim, you were right. It was at Ford Field in Detroit. Um, and the starting quarterback for the Vikings that game, two did play quarterback um, for the Vikings, but the starter um, was the late Tavares Jackson. Oh. Hmm. If, I, if I hadn't asked for clarification, I would have going to guess the, the University of Minnesota field. I just don't know what that's called. I thought maybe that's where the game was played. But There was another game played there. I can't remember. It was another time when the dome collapsed. <laughs> and the, the little give time a quick story. The the Gopher Field isn't made for playing in the winter time, and so they didn't have any under heat, you know, under field heating elements, and so the ground was concrete. That was the one where Bud Grant came out in his short sleeve shirts, uh, and uh, it was insane. So this wasn't like the uh, the Metrodome was demolished. This was an like an 
inadvertent collapse of the Metrodome? You've oh, never seen uh, the video? Yeah, oh, so maybe go back I and, go oh. and YouTube it because what happened was is there was like about 22 inches or not even oh, that much snow. snow on top. I think it was oh, only okay. like about 10 inches of snow, but it was super heavy, right, yeah. Tim? Yeah, and the dome was held up by air. It wasn't, mm -hmm. a, you know, it wasn't held up by structure. It was held up by air. Oh, and okay. so, um, and all you need was like just one little area to start collapsing, and then the whole rest of it does. So, mm -hmm. um, were they supposed so to play at home, and they switched the game to Detroit? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, it happened on Saturday night, yeah. and the game was supposed to be on Sunday, oh. and then they played on. I think it was a Tuesday night. They played in Ford Field, or was it Monday night? I can't remember, but one of those two nights. All right, so we're going to move on to question number two in Tim's wheelhouse. Uh, the North Stars joined the NHL in the 1967-68 season as an expansion franchise. That season, the team made it to the playoffs and made it to the conference semifinals before getting bounced by what fellow expansion franchise? 1967 expansion franchise. I'll check in. All right, Tim's checked in. David, you can talk it out. Okay, so let's let's try to make a good guess here. So I know it's probably not one of the original six. That's probably a good way to start. Penguins and the North Stars played in the Stanley Cup Finals, but I don't think this is the Penguins. Who's another team that's old but not? How about St. Louis? I'll knock in with St. Louis. I'm assuming they were the Blues then. I don't know. Okay, and Tim? I was born in 66, so I... I... Don't know my 67 North Star. I'm just, I went with the LA Kings. All right. One player getting the points here. The correct answer is the St. Louis Blues. Cool. Nice poll. I just, I, they were the closest city I could think of other than Chicago. That's why I get, I was just a guess. So this question is actually, uh, was written by Matt. Um, he sent me some Minnesota questions. The only one of his that I used. No. Um, so, the Metrodome one you used too. That I, I no, that I, no, that was me. Well, I wrote the exact same question. Then. You did? Yes. I did. I didn't read it then. I'm sorry. <laughs> I I did not pull that from your stuff. Um, but I do have some flavor text for this. Um, so the North Stars uh, moved to Dallas, which most people don't know um, where they currently play um, and suck. Um, and also another little bit that people don't know is that the Minnesota Wild, the both the Wild and the Blues, um, also suck. So, fun fact for you guys. Whatever. Go ahead. Wow. The 1967 <laughs> NHL expansion is called the Second Six. And the Second Six featured the teams, uh, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, St. Louis, Minnesota, the LA Kings, and then the Oakland Seals. So, screw you with your stupid everyone <laughs> sucking. Listen, I'm an Avalanche fan. I'm allowed to say that. I've earned that. What did you earn? Listen, I have to put up with the wild in the playoffs, and it's just, they're just the worst. And they Wah. lose. Ugh. Ugh. All right. Question three. <laughs> in the 1980s, the Minnesota Vikings finished at or above 507 times. The worst season came in 1984, where the Vikings went 3 and 13. Who was the coach for this dreadful season? I'll check in. <laughs> Tim's checked in. Uh, David, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um that's a funny question. I thought I was trying to I was like I think Minnesota was in the original Tecmo Bowl. I was hoping I was think of think of like a player from them, but now you've asked me about a coach. What was the year? 84? Yes. 
Um, Wait, wait hold, yeah, see, I should start just putting these in. Ooh, I have a random guess, but I, I think it's wrong because I think maybe he coached it. How about before he went to Notre Dame? How about Lou Holtz? All right, checking in with Lou Holtz. Tim, what do you got? Uh, no, the, the correct answer is uh, noted military disciplinarian Les Steckel. Mm, that was my second <laughs> guess. Yeah. <laughs> I picked wrong. All right, so uh, one one player getting their points. The correct answer is Les Steckel. Um, he actually, uh, Bud Grant retired. Um, Les Steckel was promoted for one great three and 13 season and he was immediately fired and Bud Grant came out of retirement for one year. And then Jerry Burns took over. All right. We are now to question number four. Let's get a little more recent. The Vikings drafted Adrian Peterson in 2007 with the seventh overall pick. Three drafts later, the Vikings chose to use one of their two second-round picks on what Pac-12 running back? Uh, I'll check in. All right, Tim has checked in. David. Okay. I will check in with Toby Gerhardt. I might be way off there. How about that? That's a Pac-12 running back. All right. And, Tim, what did you go with? Um, well, the last Pac-12 running back I can think of that played for the Vikings, we also know him as the Wizenator here in the Twin Cities. I think it's Ontario Smith. <laughs> Oregon? Right. He Where did play for Oregon. Um, one player getting their points. Um, this running back played for four years with the Vikings before moving on with the Jaguars um, and only rushed for about 1,600 yards in his six-year career um, out of the University of Stanford. Oh. Toby Gerhardt. Oh, shut up. Nice pull. Let's I don't go. remember him playing for the Vikings. All right, it brings us to question five in Tim's wheelhouse. This American center who played for the or played in the NHL for 17 seasons and 1,256 games. He played for five teams. His best statistical season came in 2005-2006 when he had a career high in goals, assists, and plus minus for the Minnesota Wild. Uh, I'll check in, I guess. I have a name. All right, David, checked in. Tim, you can uh, let us know what you're struggling with here. Oh, I'm pretty sure he came to us from the Bruins. It wasn't Garen. It was um, not Cam Neely. Uh, uh, I thought I had it. I give up. I can't remember. I'm going to I just, you're going to, it's going to kill me when you tell me the name because I know who it is. I just can't think of his name. All right, so Tim, I, I fold. Tim's punting on this one. David, what did you come up with? My name was uh, Mike Madonna, who I think played for the North Stars. So that's just a name. So I have no idea. Yeah, I know it's not that, but it's going to kill me when it's. So I, I gave these questions to Matt and he knew this one. So I was a little shocked, Matt. Do you know, remember who, who this is? Yeah, I don't know his first name, but his last name is Rolston. That's right. Brian Rolston. God darn it. He just, him. he didn't get much of a chance to do much of anything because the cherry picking uh, center, Marion Gabrick, who basically sat at the center line the entire game just trying to get the puck on it yeah he was terrible whatever so i had the last name ending in ton i was thinking thornton i'm like but i wouldn't have got that one but i god darn it so uh brian rolston is the correct answer he had 30 goals four times three of which um were with the wild so he i guess he needed to play in minnesota i don't know all right so that wraps it up for Tim's wheelhouse questions. 
So uh, after those wheelhouse questions, David got two right for 30 points, so 15 points each, and Tim got one correct for 10 points, so 30 to 10, Ugh. David. <laughs> I don't my wheelhouses are also Minnesota sports, Tim. So just, you'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded like it there. I'm like, wait, whose questions are these? <laughs> all right. Well, this is going to move on to uh, David's quote unquote wheelhouse here. Question one, we have Pittsburgh men's basketball has eclipsed the 30 win mark in two different seasons. Who is the coach for both of those seasons? One making it to the Sweet 16, and the other made it to the Elite Eight. I'll lock it in. All right, David's locked in or checked in. Either way, we're good. I'm um, sorry. Check no, it. You're good. you're good. Tim. I know it. <laughs> uh, I'm going to check in last name Godfrey. All right. David, your answer? Uh, I really hope it's uh, probably our winningest coach of all time, Jamie Dixon. All right, one player getting their points. The correct answer is Pitt head coach from 2003 till 2013, Jamie Dixon. Now at TCU. All right, I don't really have much flavor text on Pitt's bet. Pitt basketball. Wow. I'm a villain. I'm a Villanova I fan. Plenty. I didn't want to. I didn't want to get. I remember when Jerome Lane shattered the. Oh backboard. yeah. And I remember when um, against Providence. That was a great. It's like the all-time uh, Pitt Miller, moment. Miller, Sean Miller. I remember when he was a player there. He was like a. Dribbling. He threw the pass. He threw the pass to Jerome Lane. Was it like he a was a, pass? They had Jerome Lane and Miller, and wasn't Demetrius Gore on that? Team? Charles Smith, yeah, Darrell Porter, Rod Brook, and those were that was like they lost to um, Danny and the Miracles in the second round. They'd beaten them earlier in the year, the, the year before. The one year they should have they lost to Vanderbilt in the second round, and that was the year Kansas won it. And I think if, a lot of Pitt fans think if they had gotten by Vanderbilt, they would have won the whole thing because they would have played Kansas in like the next round. All right, so for question number two, we're going to take a trip over to the Big East. What Big East school has had the most Big East Player of the Year awards with eight? Five of the eight coming in the 1980s and the last one coming in 2013. I will check in. All right, David's checked in. Tim, what do you got? I think I'm going to check in with Georgetown. I feel like, um, no, morning, Ewing. 13, I don't know if it's Otto Porter that old. No, he didn't play eight years ago. Um, I loved 80s Big East basketball. Chris Mullen was one of my favorite players. St. John's, but they would have had, I think St. Chris Mullen was the player of the year, probably. Maybe Walter Berry. I think Walter Berry was the player of the year for the country. But he, they wouldn't have had somebody in 13. Um, I'm going to go Villanova. All right, going with Villanova? Checking in. Yes. All right. And David... All right, so I eliminated Villanova pretty early because they're still in the Big East, and I feel like they've had one seeds recently, and that, so that was my thought process. But I, so I might be completely wrong here. I'm, I thought maybe Syracuse because I don't. I, it seems like 2013 would be a year they maybe a team went to another conference. So I'm going to guess Syracuse. All right. So unfortunately, oh, the team Georgetown. was said it's Georgetown, but neither team came up with it. Um, the correct answer is Georgetown, and it was Tim. You did say it. Otto Porter in 2013 was oh, the last one. Tim. I didn't realize he was eight years ago, though. Well, you, you didn't realize the, the, the Vikings roof collapsed 10 years ago. Well, that's because there's so many. Oh, it was 11. I'm in my Sorry. mid-50s. I have a hard time remembering yesterday. <laughs> All right. On to question number three. And here's what, what maybe my only baseball question, possibly. 
The Pittsburgh Pirates are known for not giving out big contracts. Out of every MLB MLB team, there are they are tied with the Cleveland baseball team for having the smallest, biggest contract. Who has the biggest contract in Pirates history signed in the year 2000? I'll check in. All right, David's checked in. Tim. So it was the year 2000? Yes, that was 21 year years 2000. ago. I don't think sassy boy. Um, <laughs> Bonds and Bonilla. Um, I, I know surprisingly a lot of Pittsburgh players like Kent Ticaldi, but he's way before then. Not John Smiley. Who would have been big back then? I, I would have guessed it was Andrew McCutcheon, but he's not 21 years ago. Or maybe he is. I'm going to say Andrew McCutcheon, but I don't think he was 21 years ago. All right. And David, what did you come up with? Eric, last game you asked me about Pirates catchers. I remember I missed a question, and I'm hoping this was a Pirate catcher from the year 2000 because they didn't have many players back then, but one of them was Jason Kendall. So that's my guess. All right. One player getting their points in 2000. In the year 2000, he signed a six-year, $60 million contract, um, and that is Pirates catcher Jason Kendall. Which is weird because the uh, well, the Cleveland baseball team just signed their biggest contract. I want to say this past season. So they've never had a player for more than ten million a year. Or Sixty million is the biggest dollar yeah. amount. Biggest overall dollar amount. Oh, okay. I think McCutcheon signed a, a, a decent sized deal with them, but I think it was under sixty. It was like fifty two, maybe. Yeah. Oh, okay. And probably shorter term. Yeah. And then and then he fell off a cliff because no, he was where is he now? Like in Philly, just Philadelphia. I think he still hits a little. I don't know. A little bit. Yeah. Not enough to be relevant in fantasy baseball. All right. Question number four. 32 Pitt Panthers have played in the NFL Pro Bowl, 22 of which played in multiple Pro Bowls. Of the 10 that only played in one Pro Bowl, there was one linebacker that made it as a member of the Buffalo Bills. He is better known as a head coach who lacks success in the playoffs. I'll check in. All right, David's checked in. Tim. Pitt Panther linebackers. I'm just going to say Ron Rivera. I don't think that's right. But... David, what was your answer? I don't know if he was a linebacker or the member of the Bills, but he was a head coach who I know is a – I think he's a Pitt alum, and I know he didn't do well in the playoffs. I'll say Marty Schottenheimer. All right, one player getting their points. The correct answer is the late Marty Schottenheimer, who made it to the Pro Bowl as a member of the Bills in 1965. Right, on to question five. In 2010, what college finished with a 15 or a 13 and five conference record tied with Villanova and Pitt for second in the conference? They would go on to win the Big East tournament, which would get them a number two seed in the tournament, making it to the final four where they would fall to Duke. Check in. Right, David's checked in. Okay, so 2010, that's 11 years ago, right? <laughs> <laughs> um... I don't know my current Big East as well as... Oh, I'm going to go Seton Hall. All right. And David? What I think most people would probably remember from this Duke game was an unfortunate incident where their star player, I think, tore his ACL like halfway in the game, and it was just kind of a... They ended up kind of getting blown oh. out by Duke. I think it's West Virginia. Louisville. Oh, it's West Virginia. All right. One player getting their points. The correct answer is the West Virginia Mountaineers. Deshaun Butler. Yeah. Yes. ACL. I don't have much to add outside of that. So, Matt, if you want to give us a score update after both wheelhouses are finished. David only got one incorrect in that, so he got an additional 40 points, giving him 70. 
And unfortunately, Tim did not get any correct in that one, so he still has 10. And now, Matt, you get to help out. Yeah, right. <laughs> Luckily, there's. I mean, <laughs> we're kind of in a situation where. Tim Am I dormy <laughs> right now? Are you what? Are these worth 10 each, the last five? Yeah. yeah oh, I, okay. I'm okay then. I said dormy, right? Isn't that the word? Dormy? I don't know. Yeah, like when you're like. So. Yeah. It's like a I golf term, sort of. It is. Uh, where you can't lose kind of a deal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Oh. So I did something a little different here with my last five. Question one is going to be a sporting haiku question. Mm. So here we go. It's question number one. Irish pass, Irish pass rusher, Super Bowl twice with football giants, finished with Raiders. I'll check in. All right, David's checked in. Tim, let us hear what you're thinking. Football twice with football giants, finished with Raiders. Man, I'm just not in the zone at all tonight. Um, I'm checking last name Edwards. All right, and David? I like the haiku. I, it's probably a, oh, I guess, oh my gosh. Now I, I thought it was going to be somebody from the 80s, but now I'm just realizing they made it twice more recently, but I have no idea. And so I'm going to say Lawrence Taylor, but that's wrong. All right. It was from the most recent Giants Super Bowls. Um, the correct answer, <laughs> Justin Tuck. Oh, that's a name. Oh, man. So, all right. On to question Justin, number two. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? Justin Tuck is Irish? Oh, because he went to Notre Dame. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> and that's our helper. Like, I don't know anybody like <laughs> Lawrence O'Taylor or O'Connell. <laughs> I'm over there. Okay. Justin right. O'Tuck. You had never heard of him? All right. No, I know who he is. Yeah. Thank you, man. You're welcome. All right. Question number two. This is a style of question I used in a tailgate previously. So I'm going to give you three retired numbers and a league that those three numbers are retired for. You just have to tell me the team that has those three individual numbers retired. So the league is the NFL and the three numbers are 12, 35 and 78. Scratch that. 12, 34, and 78. That's a typo. Oh, now I know it. No, I'm just kidding. I'll check in. All right, Tim's checked in. David, you can talk it out. Okay. Eric, you seem to be a Buffalo supporter, so I'm thinking maybe Buffalo, (laughs) but that seems almost too... What did I? What did I do to make you think? No, that? no, you're the exact opposite, David. <laughs> what are you talking about? He's not. He's not. Oh, isn't he with from... every fiber of his human person, he hates everything that has ever been the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> well, maybe I did Buffalo then. <laughs> so you didn't say these were the only numbers retired, right? They're not the only one, but they're the only team right. with that three set combo. So other teams may have, yeah, that three number combo. Well, Thirty-four. I'm just trying to think of quarterbacks who are number 12. So just give me a sec. Stay more time. I'm going to guess the, uh, I'll guess the Raiders. Okay. And Tim, what was your answer? Hey, you had me at 35. I'm like, I don't even can't think of any famous 35s. 12, 34, 78. I'm going with the Bears. I think it might be Sid Luckman, Walter Payton, and I can't think of who 78 was. Matt, would you like to chime in with what you think it is? 
Oh, I know this is the Buffalo Bills. That's Jim Kelly, Thurman oh, Thomas, and Thomas. Bruce Smith. Bruce Smith. God darn it. <laughs> Buffalo yes. fan. I should have thought. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Zoom call's going to end real quick. You just lost points. So you're no longer safe. Um, yeah, it was when I had 12, 35, and 78 in there. I shouldn't have said I, anything. I, I would have guessed Buffalo. Oh, I'm an idiot. I don't think the Bills retired Card- Carwell Gardner's number, so I apologize <laughs> for the 35. That's awesome. All right. So I'll we got... over here going like, I know this one. I actually know it. <laughs> I should have no one, that 70 no one wanted song. your help, Matt. I know, right? <laughs> Ever since the Justin O'Tuck question. <laughs> All right. I'm so... mad at myself for not getting that. I wasn't thinking. I should have gotten 78 because that's the only 78 I know of is Bruce Smith. Yeah, the 78 is what turned me on originally. I was like, oh, yeah, that's got to be Bruce Smith, right? So 12. Okay, Kelly. Yeah. And when he said 34, I was like, oh, Thurman Thomas. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Throughout my years living here as a anti-Bills fan, there's been like three Buffalo Bills that I've liked. Um, One being Marshawn Lynch, two being Willis McGahee, three being Bruce Smith. So I always like Jim Kelly. I've heard a lot of things, so I did not like personally in the community type stuff. So, yeah. All right. Question number three. Back to hockey. NHL journeyman played for six teams over 18 seasons, seven with the Whalers. Um, he's currently a broadcaster on TSN and NBCSN and is the current color man for EA Sports NHL video games. I'll check in. All right, David, you are checked in. Tim, you play a lot of video games? <laughs> I don't. Not sports ones. Too complicated. Press this button twice to juke left. Press this button twice to juke right. Use this button to stiff arm. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say Cuthbert, last name Cuthbert. And David? I've, I don't know, but I know the Penguins once had a guy named, there's a great name, Zarly Zalapsky, and they traded him to the Whalers. So there's a guy, and I'm going to say Zarly Zalapsky. I have not heard that name in probably 25 years. So you thank, You're you. Welcome. thank you for that. You're welcome. You. I forgot here. Is it right? No, it's not. Okay. Um, I don't think EA Sports was going to down. Like, who do we need for this video game? Somebody call up Zarly. No, that, that conversation did not happen. Um, the quick, correct answer is um, he's got one of my favorite nicknames in, in hockey, which it's probably not referred to anymore, is uh, somebody referred to him as Chicken Parm. Um, and that's Ray Ferraro. Oh. Heard of the name, never would have gotten it. I, I always think of. No, never mind. Did you know that one, Matt? If I had asked, no, did you? Okay. <laughs> no, good save. Zero, I had zero gotcha. idea who that one was. I mean, when it comes to old timey baseball, yes, but I mean, okay, I don't think I could name more than three people who played for the Whalers in their entire existence. Ron Francis, yeah, there's one. John Cullen, I think the Penguins traded him to the Whalers. Mike Luitz, Luit, yep, him too. Yep, <laughs> Pat Falloon. Yes. Chris or NHL played, 94 didn't right or now. play for them at the at the end of his career uh was it I thought Cordy Howe did hmm. I thought there was a whole big hullabaloo that that's he made a big deal about when they changed the brass bonanza you were going to do something else with it or made a big deal about it or something not or hull yeah how how oh, see this is where we're going this is see I'm <laughs> thanks for your help Matt Gordy Howe played for the Whalers. I knew that. Howe, there you go. That's how. Yeah. 
Yeah, I got one of the four. <laughs> All right, so question four. Um, we're outside the big four for the last two questions here. What golfer won his first major title three strokes ahead, ahead of runner-up Tiger Woods? It marked the first time that Woods failed to win a major after a lead with a lead after 54 holes. The golfer also became the first Asian-born player to win a men's major championship, although the third Asian or third of Asian descent. Check in. All right, David's checked in pretty quick, Tim. Technically, Tiger Woods' mom is from Thailand, so he's also Asian. They always say he's an African-American golfer. He's also Asian. So um, I think the last name is Choi, so I'm going to go with Choi. All right, and David? Y.E. Yang. One player getting the points. The correct answer, Y.E. Yang. I think the when they do say the third of Asian descent, it was uh, Vijay Singh and Tiger Woods were the mm. first. So bringing us to our final question of the day. Thank God, man. <laughs> I'm playing good defense. Come on. Oh, boy. All right. What footballer was named Welsh Footballer of the Year six times in a seven-year stretch? First being in 2010 when he played for Tottenham and the last time being in 2016 when he played for Real Madrid. He lost the honor to Liverpool midfielder Joe Allen in 2012. I'll check in. All right, Tim wow. has checked in. Well, David. it can't it can't hurt me. So Matt's just hanging around. I'll talk with I guess I can talk with Matt right oh, now, right? No. Oh, no, well, I God. think this guy's first name is like Gareth. It's like, isn't it like I thought was he just it was somebody good in Wales right now? Is that not the right guy here? Like no, on the Wales I, national team? You have no idea. I I I, I detest the EPL and generally uh, um, any kind of soccer footballers that come out of Great Britain. So I I know nothing about this. I I thought like the Euros were just on, and I, I thought know Gareth Reynolds. Had, he's a comedian on a podcast Bale? called The Dollop. <laughs> I thought that was a good Welsh player, but I'm maybe. What did you say, David? What was the name? Gareth said? Bale. Gareth Bale. I thought there was. There's like I think it's a short last name, but I I might be thinking of the wrong guy. I know Wales has like a really good player right now, but this guy might be too young. I'll say the last name Bale. How about that? All right, and Tim, your final answer of the day. I have no idea, and I just wanted to save the I, soccer is like my one of my least favorite categories, and this was just a pathetic performance by me, but I have no idea, so I just passed. So this player is one of the few Welsh players I know other than Joe Allen because I'm a Liverpool fan, um, and it's Christian Bale's brother. I don't know if that's true or not. <laughs> Gareth Bale. Hey, wow! Good job, dude. Well, if you're pulling that out, you're gonna go far in this tournament. Holy! <laughs> <laughs> so, Tim, or and, and actually, Matt. Sorry, if you want to give us a sure. So, uh, wrap up that la, last la, round. Wrap <laughs> <laughs> that last round up there. Where uh, Tim uh, unfortunately didn't get any in the third, so he finished with ten points. And David did get the last two there for uh, 15 points because he used me technically as a helper. So our winner is with 85 points, David, uh, to 10. All right, congratulations, David. Good um, game, David. On. Nice Thank you, Tim. All those answers to Toby Gerhardt. When you got two out of my five wheelhouse and I only got one, that was not a good sign. Yeah. that uh, Those were just their lucky guesses. They're wheelhouses are tricky right like it's just you never know 
You oh, I had my luck last game. You got uh, the, my luck. What all that luck I had was used in last game. Yeah, the uh, St. Louis pull on the team to that was a that was a big time. That was a that was a geographical guess more than anything because I was like, it's not Chicago. It's got to be one of the next group of teams that came in, and then. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Tim, thanks for coming on. Sorry, my questions right, no, didn't thanks. work out a little better. No, that's fine. Thanks for having me. David, best of luck to you in the next game. Thanks, Tim. A very formidable, formidable opponent. Well, thanks, guys, for coming. All right, thanks, you guys. Thanks for hosting, Eric. Thanks for being a uh, not a partner I didn't use, Matt. And David, seriously, best of luck moving <laughs> forward. You're a good, good player, great player. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Eric, again for the game. Um, I would like. Can I give a quick shout out right now? Just definitely one, quick one. Uh, my son's Etna Ten U Rams tournament today. They finished runner up. Uh, my son's done with tournament baseball this year. Jacob had a great year, so I'm going to give him a shout-out on the podcast. How about that? Good job. Good for him. Thank you. Right, well, thank you Talk guys, you guys. For coming. Signing off. Have uh, a great night. Thanks, Tim. And thank you for listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. And until next time, we'll keep the bench warm. That ball hit high and deep. Stretch. Stretch. Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the board. Yes. Yes. Into deep left center for Mitchell. And we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at Benchwarmers TP.